Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guy Shiraki, who's really becoming a regular on our station because Guy is always looking into beyond the headlines and is an insider, if you will, especially in Chester County, where I know, Guy, you've worked in the private sector. You are, you know, former CEO. You've worked on the business side of things, elected official. You've had, had you've run your own campaigns. But take us through, and I say good morning to you, take us through what's happening within the next two weeks that we need to be paying attention to what's going on in Chester County. Hi, and good morning, Dawn. Uh, First of all, thanks. And as regards to Yoda, if Yoda or any of Yoda's cousins had been on the scene on August 31st or September 1st, this nightmare could have ended in hours. And, And that leads into the you know, as I wrote in Broad and Liberty, mm-hmm. they got them. Now what? And part of the now what is what we're all uh, entitled to, which is to get answers to questions, to accountability. How did this happen? Why did it take 14 days? And it starts at the very beginning. When, when he broke out, we now know that he broke out the same way another criminal did in May, crab crawling up the wall between mm-hmm. the two buildings, which are too close together, that allow someone to crab crawl to get on the roof and jump out. So this happened in May, and not enough was done to make sure it couldn't happen again. The next question, why, why was a murderer allowed to walk out and about so that he could have his rest and relaxation and his recreation? Why wasn't he under armed security? If the prison was short-staffed, why did they accept a murderer? Why didn't they? Why didn't the district attorney ask to have him go elsewhere? When he was placed there, why was he allowed outside? When he broke out, why wasn't the public notified immediately? Why wasn't the state police requested immediately? Why wasn't ICE and Border Patrol notified immediately since he was here yes. illegally? Why did it take till day five? So now the citizens can, on the one hand, breathe a sigh of relief that the 911 shelter in place alerts end, that the helicopter's flying over my home and every home in Chester County for two weeks ends. And now the hard work begins. How did this happen? How do we hold people accountable? And how do we make sure it never happens again? It begins today at a commissioner's meeting that's happening as we speak. But most of all, next Wednesday at 2.30, the prison board, one of those many dozens of boards, talk about live and local. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more local nothing more parochial than a county prison board meeting that almost no one goes to or pays attention to. Well, a lot of us are going to be there next week. Wednesday at 2.30, the Chester County Prison Board meets. Unfortunately, they're meeting at the prison, which I think is a way to disincentivize us from Mm -hmm. attending. But we're going to ask those questions. 
How did this happen? Why are they short-staffed? Why wasn't the public notified sooner? Why wasn't, why weren't, uh, are there more dogs? Why weren't uh, the state police and others called in? And the prison board is made up of our commissioners, the DA, the controller, the sheriff. These are Democrat elected officials who had the May escape happen, who had this prisoner break out, who didn't demand security, higher security. Mm -hmm. They should answer questions. So I'm going to be part of a group of citizens asking that these questions be answered. And furthermore, I'm going to be part of a group of citizens saying, those folks are all running for re-election or to be elected as judges to hand down sentences to prisoners? No, thanks. Yeah. I want my citizens to know what's going on so they can make informed decisions. I can't believe we'd re-elect or, heaven forbid, let these folks become judges. And that's the important piece of it and, you know, a common thread, especially this week. But oftentimes we talk about we talk about journalism and real journalism and you think about even the follow-up questions that were happening yesterday the follow-up questions were focusing on uh, you know whether whether anybody was taking uh, pictures among those among those law enforcement officers after they made the arrest the follow-ups were not about hey what could have been done governor shapiro to make sure that this prison was safer there are not those follow-up questions and who's at fault here? And we know that a prison guard is being thrown under the bus and being fired. And so, but it's important to say that's not the end of the story because when you have high quality leadership and you have leadership that is highly, you know, highly qualified, that's good leadership, that's thoughtful, that prevents these types of situations from ever happening. I don't, guy, I, maybe I'm missing. Maybe I'm missing it, but other than you writing for Broad and Liberty and going through all of this, I don't hear or see many people taking us there and asking these important questions. Yeah, I mean, you laid out a, you laid out a good case and, and the questions that need to be answered. Look, uh, there was a lot of <laughs> the folks at Broad and Liberty will tell you that, that over the last two weeks, there, there's not a column that received more traction and more clicks than the one I wrote as and you can look at the comments, Reader, uh, your listeners can look themselves. I mean, dozens of comments back and forth among citizens. Yes. And one of the themes is we need accountability. But the other is this silly idea that you're making it political or not understanding that these things happen. And I, I want to take those head on. It, isn't, it is political in the sense that elected officials made decisions. They made bad decisions. Don, I make bad decisions. I make mistakes. But part of leadership is being held accountable. But also, you know, we have elections for these folks to make decisions. Uh, some of the men and women who hold these office hold very different values and different priorities than I do. They got to put them into practice. The folks who chanted about defunding the police and police are the problem. We have to understand the violent criminal who marched in marches to defund the police. A district attorney who had this guy on domestic violence charges and didn't send him to be deported or didn't get him uh, held. Uh, the sheriff who uh, was busy taking selfies at her fundraiser while this lunatic was running through our mm -hmm. county. But I'm not the one who made it political. These folks ran for office to impose their platforms, their platform, their approach failed us. It's funny that if you if you march and defund the police rallies and don't fully staff the prison, 
that people escape. And then you stand back and say, these things happen. And as I say, no, trees fall. These things happen. Hurricanes happen. These things happen. You get a flat tire. These things happen. Prisoners escape from prison does not fall into that category. And 14-day manhunts are not in that category. And the, and the other idea of, of this sort of, you know, it's unfair to make it, make it sort of partisan. Um, I'm not the one that elected a whole row of Democratic officials, as I've said on your broadcast before. Folks need to understand the Democratic Party in Chester County has as much, if not more, authority in Chester County than they do in Philadelphia, because in many ways, local county government flies under the radar. So these folks ran for election. Uh, I've written about why I think that happens, and mm -hmm. others can, can commentate on that. But the reality is every single office holder but the one that's statutorily required, the one Republican who's required by law to be there, everyone's a Democrat. They've had a chance to put their platform into effect, and we see the results. Just like they've taken over school boards in our county, in my community, they have the ability to impose their rules. I think it's fair that we now, several years in, look at the results of what happened. When it comes to law enforcement, they hold different priorities than I do, and it leads to these things. I think we need answers and we need accountability. Yeah, and I have, I don't live in Chester County. I live in Philadelphia, but I have many relatives who live and friends who live in Chester County. And one of them, a mom, she has three little kids, and it's the, her husband goes out of town maybe three times a year. This was, he had been out of town and she was nervous. She was at home with the kids. They were cooped up. The schools were closed and that sort of thing. And she was one of the pieces that she expressed to me was uh, none of us knew all the moms were talking. Who knew that they kept these dangerous killers in our local little prison? We were not under that impression. And so you raise an important question here. And that is, would the members of the prison board pledge to not accept any of these dangerous individuals, murderers, rapists, you know, violent criminals like this until they're fully staffed, you know, until they can recruit or do what they need to do to get it together. That's a great point that you make. I don't think that the voters in Chester County are necessarily aware of the fact that this staffing issue was even an issue. Yeah, well, it is an issue. And, and again, actions have consequences. Um <clears throat> If if you if you have a series of politicians that run on platforms saying defund the police and the police are the problem, as you've reported on and you've covered it yes. in different contexts, there are police shortages. There are prison staffing shortages across the city and across the counties. It, it, it's you know no surprise that if you talk if you're an elected official that marches in defund the police rallies and you and you talk about police being the problem and we need to understand criminals the men and women who are retirement eligible leave and that there aren't new people in their 20s and 30s that say hey I'd like a career in law enforcement and that's just not in Philadelphia it's in rural communities like Honeybrook uh, and Pocompson. It's a real part of life because there are some politicians that devalue this. And, and for the elected, it's the, it's the old joke we used to say in law school. You know, you, you can't murder your parents and then ask the judge for leniency because you're an orphan, right? You, you can't besmirch law enforcement, then complain you don't have enough law enforcement and you're doing the best you can. And by the way, if the Chester County prison is short-staffed, then the DA should be telling judges the next time a murderer or a rapist is being sentenced, 
Your Honor, we can't hold them in Chester County Prison because we don't have the manpower. Yes. I ask Your Honor to sentence this person to Phoenix or another or, or another county facility. You don't just say, well, we'll do the best we can. And for goodness sake, if, if the judge won't comply and the judge forces Chester County Prison to hold this person until they're transferred, then put an armed guard on them 24-7. You don't go out for exercise. I'm sorry. At some point, you do lose some rights when you butcher a woman and slash her to death in front of her children. Yes. Please don't tell me about your need to go out and exercise. Oh, That's the dare, last thing I want to hear. Dare you, Guy Shiraki, mention the, vic- the murder victim here, whose family, by the way, was terrorized and terrified by the fact that to think that their loved one's killer was on the loose near where they live. But you bring up one of the best points that the so-called mainstream media, at, whether it's being reported on nationally or locally, that fact, Guy Shiraki, is you ask the question out loud and, and confront the district attorney in Chester County to say, why didn't you call ICE and try to deport this guy back when he was reported for domestic abuse against the woman who he ultimately slaughtered and murdered in front of her kids. Yeah, again, these are policy decisions, right? These are yeah. decisions. And, and again, I don't ask for perfection. It's not a standard I hold myself to. I make mistakes. I make mistakes in my professional life. I unfortunately make mistakes as a softball coach. But this isn't a softball game. The district attorney's staff had an illegal immigrant who was being held on domestic violence charges. One, he wasn't given to ICE and shipped back to Brazil. And two, he was allowed to go back home. Those were decisions. And if the DA thinks the judge was wrong, she should have screamed it from the mountaintop. Yes. And she should have been in contact with local law enforcement so that this butcher was under surveillance so that he couldn't do that. Mistakes were made. We deserve, it's not political, it's not partisan to say, you have one job, protect us from the bad guys. You failed in that job. And now she wants to be elected a judge so that she can hand down sentencing decisions on criminals. I'm sorry, but you're now disqualified from that. It doesn't make her a bad person. or We don't have to do that. We just have to say your values and your priorities, your judgment is flawed. Your values are different than mine. Why is it wrong to ask those questions? My, my goodness, when do we ever have accountability? Actions have consequences. When elected officials mess up, they should own up. She should come forward and say, I blew it, but I learned from it. The commissioner should say, we blew it. We learned from it. The the chairman of our board of the prison board is one of our commissioners. He was absent for 14 days. He nearly broke his finger typing on Twitter. We got him. We got him. He was no more a part of we got him than I was a part of the Eagles victory on Sunday. I mean, the, the audacity, right? He gets to claim we got him but he doesn't want to be held accountable for the prison being short-staffed, for this guy being able to escape, for this guy being out of recreation. So these are reasonable questions. I'm not the one who made this political. The politicians made it political by messing up. They should be held accountable, and they sure as heck shouldn't be reelected or promoted to be judges to hand down sentences on criminals. And so for, for, you know, for the person, as far as running in, in Chester County, all of these individuals running, is it Ryan Hyde? He's the Republican who wants to be the next DA running against the incumbent? No, the incumbent, the incumbent's Deb Ryan. She wants to be a judge. 
one of one of her associates is running to be DA uh, on the Democratic side. And again, I'm sorry. So I, I'm yeah. not interested in anyone else that doesn't understand if you're here illegally, uh, if you're a man and you're here illegally and you beat your girlfriend, I'm on the phone to ICE. And if ICE won't listen, somebody in the sheriff's office is going to drive him down the sixth and market and deposit him. And I'm sure as heck not going to send him back home. And if you have a soft on crime judge that let him go back home, I'm going to notify local police in Chester County. So this man's under surveillance. So I'm not interested in Deb Ryan being a judge. I'm not interested in anybody on her team being coming mm-hmm. the new DA. We need to clean house. It's a very simple job. If you're the district attorney, you go after bad guys. I hate to make it sound simplistic, but it is. If you're the DA, you go after bad guys. We watch every night. You report every day of the horrors that are happening in Philadelphia, in Kensington, in South Philly, and other communities. When you have a DA that doesn't take it seriously, we now in our own lives in Chester County realize this is what happens in Chester County when you don't take law and order seriously. There needs to be accountability, and we need to keep discussing it so the voters understand. I hope and pray voters make a decision, not because I want the Republicans to win so we can have a party, but because I want people in law enforcement in those positions that care about law enforcement. That's not too much to ask. Yeah. And the name. So the name I was giving the Republican endorsed candidate for Chester County District Attorney is Ryan L. Hyde. Correct. Correct. He's, he's, he's the, the one he, running. OK. Yeah. And he's running and he used to be a prosecutor in Bucks County. Uh, I, I believe he's serious. I think he understands who the good guys and the bad guys are. Uh, and he's running an uphill fight because, as, yeah. as we've discussed in other calls, it's an uphill battle. But I, I hope our voters understand this is not about party politics. This is not about Donald Trump. This is not about Joe Biden. It's not about Nancy Pelosi. This is about Chester County. We have a candidate for D.A. on the Democratic side that's part of the team that let this guy go. And we have a Republican that's saying, I'm a prosecutor, and I think we should prosecute the bad guys. To me, I hate to make it that simple, but it's that simple. We need to elect Ryan Hyde. We need to elect a sheriff who cares about law and order and takes the prison board responsibility seriously. Step one, protect us. No more, no more lockdowns, no more shelter in place, no more helicopters flying overhead looking for hardened criminals that shouldn't be here in the first place. Well, Guy Shiraki, thank you so much. We appreciate you and appreciate your great work in the community. And uh, I know that you're and congratulations as you and I were texting back and forth last night. You said you're you're with your girls. You're celebrating what, 25 years coaching <laughs> as a dad yeah, coach. Yeah, <laughs> I started coaching. Yeah, I, said, I started coaching at age six. So, uh, <laughs> it's been a great career. Yeah, we begin our season this weekend in Deptford. I'm very much looking forward to it. But uh I'm also, like a lot of us, looking forward to doing something that takes us away from this and as a timeout and being able to coach with with the girls is a great thrill. And as we all begin to get our lives back to normal, but uh, I'll coach this weekend. But next Tuesday at 2.30 or next Wednesday at 2.30, I'll be at a prison board meeting as a citizen, hoping we get answers to questions. Well, we hope you come back and update us on the inside of what happened there. Guy Shiraki, thank you so much. Thanks, Don. Have a great day. Absolutely. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.